This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the bill to keep the government open for another month passes the House. D.C. area congressmen are hoping to block funding dedicated to moving BLM's headquarters. And a new idea to help GSA save money in securing federal properties. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The four-week continuing resolution has cleared the House. The CR would keep the government open through December 20th. It includes a 3.1% pay raise for military members, but it's silent on a pay raise for civilian federal employees. The CR also includes additional funding for the upcoming census and extends some health care programs. The CR passed a 231 to 192 House vote. The Senate must pass the CR before sending it to the president's desk for his signature. A group of D.C. area Democrats in the House are hoping to block any funding meant for the relocation of the Bureau of Land Management's headquarters. E&E News reports the lawmaker sent a letter to House Interior EPA Appropriations Subcommittee Chairwoman Betty McCollum saying BLM's planned move to Colorado is designed to harm public lands and limit congressional oversight by scattering senior leadership across the West. They also worry the new location will give certain oil and gas companies easier access to agency leadership. A bipartisan bill would give the General Services Administration the ability to negotiate fixed-price contracts for future government leases. If passed, it would allow GSA to buy a property from a private owner once its lease expires. Senators James Lankford and Gary Peters introduced the bill, saying it could save GSA billions of dollars and eliminate wasteful agency leases. Congressman Mark Meadows and Greg Pence introduced the bill in the House. GSA is working on tools to streamline the Federal Risk Authorization and Management Program, or FedRAMP. The agency has partnered with the National Institute of Standards and Technology to develop a common machine-readable language called the Open Security Controls Assessments Language, or OSCAL, to expedite the agency risk and compliance process that vendors go through for FedRAMP certification. GSA is also looking to revamp FedRAMP.gov to include short videos that help answer technical questions for vendors. Three new policy memos are expected to kickstart a series of sweeping changes to the suitability, credentialing, and security clearance process. The president is expected to first sign a national security presidential memo. It will direct the Office of the Director of National Intelligence and the Office of Personnel Management to start these reforms. A second document will go out to agencies. It will instruct them to begin implementing continuous vetting capabilities. And a third memo will serve as a core federal vetting doctrine. Agencies receive new cybersecurity marching orders for fiscal 2020. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. OMB is telling agencies they must report any cyber incident that has been under investigation for 72 hours without a successful determination of the event's root cause or nature to DHS. In the Fiscal 2020 Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA, guidance, OMB laid out this new timeline as part of the Federal Incident Notification Guidelines. OMB says by reporting real or potential cyber incidents, DHS can use these details and other data to produce a cyber incident scoring system score to estimate the risk of an incident. 
I'm Jason Miller. A new record for cost savings is set by the Government Accountability Office. The watchdog agency estimated it saved the federal government more than $200 billion in fiscal 2019. For every dollar invested in its budget, GAO said it identified $338 in savings. That's more than double its five-year average return on investment of $171 for every dollar invested in the agency. GAO identified the most cost savings through its audits of Defense Department weapon systems and the IRS's efforts to prevent identity theft. A Senate bill to address a $12 billion maintenance backlog at the National Park Service cleared its first legislative hurdle. The Restore Our Parks Act passed the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee. The bill would set up a restoration fund from money the government receives from offshore energy development. That revenue would begin to fund deferred maintenance projects across the country. Republicans Rob Portman and Lamar Alexander, Democrat Mark Warner, and Independent Angus King sponsored the bill. A bipartisan cadre of senators are calling on President Trump to designate a senior coordinator dedicated to developing and deploying 5G technologies. Leaders from the Senate Intelligence, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs, Foreign Relations and Armed Services Committees said in a letter to Trump's national security advisor that it is urgent to develop a national strategy for 5G. The letter also stressed the dangers of allowing China to continue to lead in growth of 5G technology. The Defense Innovation Unit is teaming up with civilian organizations like NASA and FEMA to find ways to automate the analysis of satellite images after a natural disaster. DIU is hosting an Artificial Intelligence Prize Challenge, where industry, academia, and individuals can submit code to identify buildings damaged in hurricanes, fires, or earthquakes. Using AI to find those buildings on satellite images is much faster than doing it by eye and can get first responder resources into needed areas faster. The Senate's getting closer to filling some key vacancies at the Department of Defense. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The Senate Armed Services Committee voted yesterday to confirm Lisa Hirschman as DOD's Chief Information Officer, the third highest ranking position in the department. That job has been vacant since John Gibson resigned a year ago. The committee also approved Robert Sander to be the Navy's General Counsel. That job hasn't had a Senate-confirmed appointee since the start of the Trump administration. Senators also advanced the nomination of Dana Deasy as the Pentagon's Chief Information Officer. He has been the CIA since 2017. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. You can add the Air Force to the list of government organizations reminding its employees CBD products are not okay because they may cause a positive drug test. The Air Force Judge Advocate General Office says those products may have unregulated levels of THC in them, which is still illegal on a federal level. And the Social Security Administration aims to bring down what it calls a skyrocketing fraud problem. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. It launches an online form for people to report telephone scams. The callers demand money or gift cards to avoid arrest. Recipients are told there's some legal problem with their Social Security number. Officials say they'll analyze data from the online forms, seeking trends and investigative leads, and they hope to disrupt the callers. Social Security says the calls are the number one fraud the public reports to it and to the Federal Trade Commission. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 